Welcome back to the TGI Podcast. I am your host, Matt, and I hope you enjoyed our Christmas Podcast Day episode that dropped last week. It was a little different than our normal fare. We did that with a Halloween movie episode, and uh, I think it was great to drop some of my favorite Christmas movies. It just gets me more excited for what's coming up in future days. As I mentioned in that podcast, I'm going to do a few more of those with some Christmas specials, with some recent Christmas movies, ranking those as well, uh, just to help us, you know, kick off this holiday season even more. Now, even though we touched on Christmas last week, I do want to get back to Thanksgiving, kick off our Thanksgiving week or Thanksgiving month this week, and we have an iconic episode coming up. So without further ado, on to the show. This week, we are covering the episode titled Slapsgiving from the show How I Met Your Mother. This episode was the ninth of the third season, and it debuted on November 19th, 2007. I previously covered How I Met Your Mother way back back in early 2021 with a Super Bowl episode. I've been waiting a while to cover this particular episode. It's kind of shocking I didn't do this last year. I spoke about it back then, but my history for the newcomers to the podcast is I loved this show when it was on the air. On the air, I don't think it holds up as well as some other shows from that era, but it's still kind of a comfort show for me. I've seen every episode multiple times. It's one that maybe every year, a couple years, I want to rewatch it, and I'll inevitably binge it hard again and remember why I like the show so much. Uh, this episode, it features a regular cast from the show. We won't go over that because I think you kind of know who these folks are. Uh, but this one also included Orson Bean playing the character of Bob, who is kind of funny in this episode. But before we jump into the episode... Now it is time for a Christmas Connection. This week's Christmas connection goes to none other than Neil Patrick Harris, who was in the 2021 HBO Max movie, 8-Bit Christmas. Every kid has that one gift they want more than anything for Christmas. This is the story of mine. Bookends? They have baseballs on them. I see that. No, not those. Nintendo. A maze of rubber wiring and electronic intelligence so advanced it was deemed not a video game, but an 8-bit entertainment system. No Nintendo in my house. I second that. Looks like a no-go on Nintendo. I needed a Christmas miracle. Personally, I really liked 8-Bit Christmas. It was a bit of a modern, quote-unquote modern, take on a Christmas story. essentially changed the story from the 1940s to the 1980s. Instead of a BB gun, it was a Nintendo. And spoiler alert, he doesn't quite get what he thinks he's going to get at the end of 8-Bit Christmas. But it's a very good story. 
It's funny. It's nostalgic, really, for anybody uh, my age, somebody who would have grown up in the 80s and 90s. I think it hits that nostalgia for you. Neil Patrick Harris, he does not have a massively big on-screen role, but he is the one recounting a story from his youth, and he does some of the voiceover as well. There's obviously scenes with him in it, uh, so that is why he gets the nod for our Christmas connection. And if you've not watched it, I do highly recommend giving this a watch. Now, as far as this episode, IMDb gives us this is the synopsis for Slapsgiving. Marshall warns Barney that the third slap in their slap bed will be coming on Thanksgiving night. Meanwhile, Ted and Robin sleep together on the night before Thanksgiving. I'd say that's a pretty solid synopsis overall. It is two storylines that intersect, something that happened a lot on this show. Now, for the more casual viewer, or maybe somebody who has kind of forgot, uh, a little background for this episode. So at this point in the show... Uh, Ted and Robin, they were hot and heavy in season two. You know, season one is all about Ted essentially falling in love with this with this woman, with Robin, trying to quote-unquote get her, and he finally gets her at the end of the first season. They're dating throughout season two. They break up at the end of season two. And so here we are in season three, and they're still trying to learn to live with the idea of being friends after a breakup, which is something I think a lot of people uh, can connect with. When you have a group of friends where a couple is in it and when they break up, everybody still stays friends, it could be kind of difficult. So I do think that part of it's relatable. And another bit of setup for this particular episode goes all the way back to the second season uh, in an episode titled Slap Bet which sets all this up, and in this episode, a slap bet is placed when we find out that Robin, she has a secret about not wanting to go to the mall, and she doesn't want to tell it. Marshall bets it's because Robin was previously married in a mall in Canada, while Barney thinks it has something to do with a porno. (laughs) And long story short, Barney thinks he wins, he slaps Marshall, only to find out that Robin Sparkles, a character that Robin portrays as a, she was a Canadian music um, idol in a sense, uh, that this is why she, that's her secret. That's what she's trying to uphold. Well, because of this, since Barney slapped Marshall without actually being right, Marshall wins five slaps. They name Lily the Slap Bet com- Commissioner. And so Marshall initially uses one right off the bat. Right when he gets the bet, gets the slaps, he slaps uh, Barney and he yells, That's one! And he uses another one when Barney forces them to watch a one-man play that he is in. Marshall goes up on stage, slaps him, turns around and says, That's two! And that is the lead-up we get to the storyline of this particular episode. So it opens up, as we always know these episodes open up, it is the current or older Ted telling his children a story. And as it opens up, he is reminiscing on an old joke that he and Robin used to have when they were still dating, where if someone said something like general knowledge or corporal punishment, they would look at each other and say general knowledge and do a little salute. And I gotta say... This is something I've picked up in my own life. I can't tell you how many times I've done a little salute when I've said something like general knowledge or generally speaking, I'll be like general E speaking and do a little salute. 
Some people look at me like I'm nuts. I do have friends who, who know what I'm doing when I do this and will find it funny. And what's also funny about this, a few years back, there was an oral history written about this Slapsgiving episode for Entertainment Weekly. And I thought one of the show's creators, Craig Thomas, had a great explanation of the salute of the saluting, saying, quote, That was a real inside joke that our group of friends from college would do. They ingrained it in me because I lived with those guys, one or more of those guys, for all four years of college. And it just became so absolutely reflexive in me to do it. And then we got the whole writer's room doing it. Every time you hear it for the rest of your life, you have to do it. It becomes the reflex. It's That's so spot on. It really is something that has been ingrained in me because of this show. And I do it all the time. Uh, they do it a lot um, in this in this episode. It comes up multiple times, but uh, it's just a funny thing that I think if you watch some of these episodes, you'd find yourself doing that as well. So this is already giving us a little setup for later in the episode as well. And Ted laments that it's very hard to be friends with an ex. And both he and Robin struggle at one point not to do a salute. When Marshall says he's going to get a major pay raise, they kind of look at each other and realize... We just, this isn't a thing we do anymore. And they realize they aren't the same people they used to be when they were together. And I get that from Ted's point of view. It's never easy being put back in a situation when you're around an ex. And especially for him, this is fresh. This is just a few months that they've been broken up. So it's harder for him to be around her because it's still like... For the two of them, it was a mutual breakup, but you could tell it's still difficult and hard for both of them. And it's likely always going to be uncomfortable, especially at first, for anybody who's going to be put in this situation. So we jump into the opening credits of the show. We're at the bar, and Lily, for some reason, has decided to bring the frozen turkey there with her, which is huge, a massive turkey, to proclaim she's so excited that they're going to have their very first thanksgiving together as a group and this is where marshall slips in it's going to be the best slapsgiving ever and barney immediately looks at him and he's like what what did you say and marshall's like oh yeah yeah what did i what am i saying it's going to be the best thanksgiving ever so ah again planting the seeds here and this is also where we find out robin has invited her new boyfriend bob to come to thanksgiving with them and lily She's kind of having a problem with Robin bringing a new guy because she wants it to be just the five of them, not some other inside or outsider. And I'm totally agreeing with Lily here. She's like, oh, I don't want to look at photos from our very first Thanksgiving together and see four people I love and some random guy named Bob. And this comes up later in the series as well with Ted when he brings girls over for, uh, I believe it's Lily's birthday, and they talk about how she would bring he would bring a different girl to all these different events. And you look back at these pictures and you're like, who's this girl? What was her name? And I got to admit, it's kind of a running joke with a friend of mine uh, and the dates he brings to weddings over the years, uh, particularly from my wedding. We have a great shot of a group of our, a group of my friends, our friends with their wives and my buddy here with a random girl who's no longer his girlfriend. It is what it is. It's a great picture, but it just features somebody who I will never likely see again in a day in my life so i get lily's point here so once again marshall he brings up slapsgiving 
and Barney's getting a little worried. And he's getting kind of like frantic at the idea that another slap is coming. And we also get Ted explaining things a little bit more here. And we get a flashback to an episode earlier in the year where Marshall set up a countdown website warning Barney of his impending doom. So it's a slapcountdown.com. He <laughs> Barney could go to it and tell him how much time is left, how many days, how many hours, how many minutes, how many seconds until his next uh, his next slap. And here is where I will defend this show to my grave. Look, I know it did not end the way that a lot of people wanted it to or thought it should, but I always thought the writers did a terrific, terrific job of setting up storylines for the long run. It could be something that would happen in a few episodes or a few seasons later, but these little Easter eggs and just the fact that they had the wherewithal months, a couple months before this episode, to put in a countdown that would lead to Thanksgiving, it's just brilliant. I, I think it's just brilliant that they had the the foresight to see these things out and do it. And I love that. And it also sets up a great joke with Barney, who's like, no, 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 that's, it doesn't count down to Thanksgiving. It counts down to the day after. And then this is where we find out that Bar- they're like, Barney, don't, how many days are in October? And he's like, uh, 30? They're like, we always tell you this, it's not 30. Then we get a flash to an October 30th where Barney is wearing a Borat costume. He's like, who's who's coming to the party? And we find out that he doesn't realize how many days are actually in the month of October. So Barney then says, look, this is a benefit to me. Me knowing that the slap is coming on Thanksgiving, that's perfect. You've let go of all the suspense. I know when it's coming. I can be prepared. It's not going to be a surprise. It's no big deal. And this is where we get a great sight gag in this episode, which I found to be very funny. Robin's like, look, my new boyfriend, Bob, he's coming into the bar. I just want to give you guys a heads up. He's a little bit older. He's 41. But since this is Ted telling the story from the future, he's saying, oh, this is probably what he looked like. And they show, like, you know, a young 40-something-year-old good-looking guy come in and gives Robin a little kiss. But Ted's like, that's probably what he looked like, but this is what he looked like in my head. And it's this guy who's, like, probably in his 70s, uh, an older guy, and he's talking about, oh, my parents have totally been on my case, and I've just been telling them to chill out because snowboarding is a legit career. And it's just funny seeing it coming out of this guy. And I love the little sight gag of, of, you know, all of our memories. We think of it 20 years down the line. It's different than what it was in the reality. And for Ted at that moment, he just thought that a 40-something-year-old guy was just so old that in his brain it's this old man. <laughs> and uh, I think that's relatable for a lot of people. The whole crew, uh, they had planned on baking pies together at Robin's the night before Thanksgiving. And when Ted gets there, he finds out it's just him and Robin because Marshall and Lily got busy at home getting ready to, to set up for the big day. So immediately we're seeing that awkward tension between two exes. It is, you could cut the tension with the knife between these two. Ted, he's like, oh, I gotta make a phone call real quick. And he calls Barney and he asks Barney to come by and help. But of course, Barney's too preoccupied with trying to hit on someone at the bar. 
And Ted and Robin are starting to make these pies. They're having awkward discussions. It's just seems so strange and weird and we find out that one of the pies that's, that are being made is for Bob and and Ted gets a little uncomfortable about the whole idea they kind of argue and he's like look it's not a big deal blah 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 and then we jump ahead to the next day they again do such a great setup particularly with Marshall who is taunting Barney to no end about <laughs> this slap including him making turkey cut out turkeys cut out of construction paper that uses hands like little kids would make again just setting up for this slap later on Marshall is fully fully invested in this <laughs> at this moment we have Robin she shows up and we get this great little split screen where the dialogue is very similar, pretty much the same, of Ted and Robin. Ted telling Marshall, Robin telling Lily that something really weird happened last night. Cuts to commercial, comes back, they kind of dilly around it a little bit. But we find out that Ted and Robin had sex the night before. Lily, she is very upset because she thinks it's going to ruin Thanksgiving. And we find out that Robin and Ted are even more awkward now than they were before. Robin wants to talk about it. Ted doesn't think it's a big deal. The The more Robin pushes for them to talk about it, the less Ted wants to have anything to do with it. Lily, at this point, she comes in. She's very upset. She's like, I'm not going to let you two ruin Thanksgiving. She pushes them off into Ted's room and tells them that they need to figure it out or they're not going to get any dessert. So Lily is stressing out like crazy at this point, and she's having a bit of a breakdown, and Marshall's like, look, look, I know what I can do. He pulls out his laptop, she's like, oh, you're going to play some classical music, but he just pulls up the Slap Countdown website to show Barney there's now less than an hour until the Slap. Marshall starts rubbing it in Barney's face more and more, and this is where we start to see Barney get a little agitated, a little worried, a little upset. He's playing it off like it was going to be no big deal, but you could tell he is stressing like crazy right now over all this. He's to the point where Barney's like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to leave. I, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Marshall's like, you can't leave. It's Slapsgiving. And Lily steps in and she is Slapback Commissioner and she says, it's not Slapsgiving. It's Thanksgiving. There will be no slaps today at all. We're going to have a normal Thanksgiving. Marshall, of course, very bummed out by this revelation. But Barney here, he is very excited. He can go on living his day without having to be in fear. At this point, we jump into Ted's room. Ted and Robin, they're realizing they aren't friends anymore. They avoid each other. They basically just pretend to be friends because it'd be inconvenient not to. And this is where the two of them decide they just they can't be friends anymore. It's too hard. They're just not friends. They can't do it. They say they'll eat dinner, and then that's it for their friendship. So it's starting to look like this is it for these two, for these friends who have been friends from the first season. And they all sit down at a Thanksgiving dinner as a group. You think that, uh, you know, Marshall's like, Lily, do you want to say anything? And Lily's like, nope, this sucks. Eat and get out. <laughs> and Marshall, he stands up and he, he gives Lily praise, thanking her for cooking a delicious meal, getting everything all set up and preparing all this. And he's so excited that they're going to have a new tradition for years to come, that they're all going to sit around every year and have Thanksgiving together. 
and it elicits this glance between Ted and Robin, who who know this is the end of their friendship. This is it. It's this dinner and they're done. We still have Bob here. He's sitting at the table. And Bob's like, you know, this, this Thanksgiving's just been so nice because all the Thanksgivings for me are always a mess. Because we have so many people in my family. And, and that's just a real major buzzkill. And at that moment, Ted and Robin, without hesitating, without giving it much thought, give a little salute and say major buzzkill. And they realize that they do, in fact, have room for this friendship. And this is where everybody else at the table is like, oh, no. Are you kidding me? Is this back? You guys are doing this again? Ugh. And it's just, it's a sweet moment between these two. And we get Ted's voiceover with the late, great Bob Saget discussing how it has now become a tradition for all of them to go to Marshall and Lily's for Thanksgiving every year. And obviously Ted with his kids now go there for Thanksgiving. And so we get a little bit of footage of them all enjoying dinner together. And this is where we get Barney getting a little cocky and he's got the slap countdown up. He's saying, oh, look at this. What could have been? And it starts counting down 10 Nine. He's like, what a nice touch. It even says, it's even counting down in the, the numbers. How about that? And Marshall's just, you could see this rage building inside of him. And finally, Lily shouts out, oh, you can do it. And he smacks Barney as hard as he can before Barney sort of flips off the couch. And then we have him yelling that he's made a very special song just for this occasion. What is this feeling that's put you in your place? A hot red burning on the side of your face. You feel the blood rush to your cheek. Tears start to fill your eyes. And your lips are trembling, but you can't speak. You're trying, oh, you're trying not to cry. Across the face, my friend. It just got slapped. Yes, that really just happened. Everybody saw it, and everybody laughed and clapped. It was awesome. She just got slapped. Happy Slapsgiving, everybody. <laughs> you gotta give credit where credit is due. Jason Siegel is a surprisingly good singer. And if you've seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall, you definitely know that. Anytime you get a chance to have him singing, you gotta listen. And I think the song is so funny. I hope it gets stuck in your head like it's gotten stuck in mind since watching this episode. I mean, I have just been replaying the song in my head over and over and over again. And in the oral history of this episode that I talked about a little bit earlier, they discussed that the slap was in fact real. So Neil Patrick Harris was all for making it look good, 
And him and Jason Siegel kind of went back and forth talking about how they wanted to do it. And basically, Neil Patrick Harris said he didn't want to have the fake slap with the fake sound of a slap. They wanted a real one. So they kind of talked it over and thought about it and went through the process of it. And I liked this. Neil Patrick Harris gave this quote in that article saying, We just went for it. It felt a little bit like a college fraternity hazing. Jason went back and slapped the F out of my face. Uh, It's just kind of how that went. So I think it's funny that uh, he really wanted it to look official and authentic, and I could appreciate that. And the oral, the oral history also discussed how it was not uncommon for Jason Siegel to sit down at the piano on that set and just play songs all the time, and, and that just makes me happy. And one of the creators, Carter Bays, said that the reason they went with the song after that slap is A, obviously because Jason Siegel could play the piano and was a good singer, but also because they felt that the whole slap needed a bit of a victory lap. And Marshall certainly gets that at the end of this episode. And then this episode wraps up after that song with another salute with a major cleanup when they talk about having to clean up the mess from dinner. And that ends Slap's Giving. As always, we like to determine if an episode should be deemed a holiday classic, and for this, I'm giving it a... This is just a fantastic episode. If I were to rank my favorite episodes of How We Met Your Mother, if I really sat down and went through the list and went through the order, I feel like this one would be firmly in my top five. It is very funny, has a lot of setup, the atmosphere is great, you get a nice little song at the end. I mean, what more could you want? I also think it works well for people who aren't big fans of the show or really know the storyline that well because they lay it out there very well regarding Ted and Robin's breakups. You aren't completely lost in that aspect. You could jump into this episode without having really any history with the show and I think you'll still get it and understand it because not only do they kind of discuss the fact that Ted and Robin have broken up but they lay out there the rules of the slap bets and how they got there and how many slaps Marshall has left and I think they fit that all in there very well in a 22 minute episode and it's one of those things that I think if you want something a little more you know quote unquote adult uh, that has some funny jokes and gives you the Thanksgiving feels I think this nails it because not only is the atmosphere great, but the message of friendship and building the tradition and how that is all laid out, I really like that. And the scenes there at the end where they're sitting around the table, it just, it feels good. And for somebody who, uh, with my group of friends, we have started a Friendsgiving, Friendsmas type thing where we try to all get together, have a big meal with each other. We don't get to do these things like we used to as much uh, like we did 10 years ago because, you know, people have kids and you get married and it's a lot more difficult. So we try to set aside a time either around Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever and do a sort of family friend Christmas thing. And that's what this episode makes me think of. And granted, they're doing it on Thanksgiving Day and not spending time with their families per se, it still gives me, gives me that those feels. I love it. I definitely think it's worth your time. So now that this episode is wrapped up, we'll look ahead to next week. We'll be going back to the world of Everybody Loves Raymond for the episode titled No Fat, which I think will be a lot of fun because the Raymond episodes have done very well for us. I think it's 
I think a lot of people can associate with it. We've done Christmas. We did uh, Thanksgiving before, I believe, as well. So it, it always does very well, and I'm excited to watch this one. I don't think I've seen this one before, so that makes it that much more fun. And then somehow it's already been Thanksgiving the week after. That makes no sense, but we'll have a couple episodes out Thanksgiving week. We'll have a Thanksgiving one. Also planning on doing a Black Friday episode as well, so there'll be plenty of content for you to consume while you're consuming all that delicious Thanksgiving food. Now, please remember, leave us a review on Apple Pod- on Apple Podcasts. That helps out a lot. You can also like us on Facebook and Instagram by searching for TGI Podcasts. Also, be sure to stick around here at the end of this episode here in a few minutes, and I will drop a couple promos for some other podcasts in the Christmas Podcast Network because as we get closer to Christmas, you're going to want to consume as much of this stuff as possible. So thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you all very soon. Hi. I'm Matt. I'm a podcaster, a lifelong Christmas nerd, and a professional Santa. And I have a Christmas podcast called North Pole Radio. Each week I sit down with a fellow Christmas performer, a fellow Christmas podcaster, or just a fellow Christmas nerd, and talk about all things Christmas. There's a heavy focus on the art of portraying Santa, but we also cover Christmas movies, Christmas songs, Christmas food, and, well, basically anything Christmas. So check out North Pole Radio wherever you download podcasts. you like about Christmas? The music, the movies, the traditions, the food, the history, all of the above? Then the Can't Wait for Christmas podcast is for you. Tune in every month to hear a marginally successful stand-up comedian dig into topics like Charlie Brown Christmas, Bing Crosby, Scrooge, A Christmas Carol, Jingle Bells, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, The Christmas Truce of World War One, Die Hard, Bethlehem, Gift of the Magi, Haunted Mansion Holiday, Andy Williams, Christmas Lights, Nativity Scenes, Nat King Cole, Before Christmas, Toys R Us, Silent Night, How the Grinch, Christmas, Christmas. Christmas. Miracle on Mission Christmas, Christmas. 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 It's going to take way too long to cover all the stuff we've talked about. Just join us at Can't Wait for Christmas Pod on the 25th of every month for the Can't Wait for Christmas Podcast, where our motto is, keep laughing all the way. The TGI Podcast is written, produced, and hosted by me, Matt Urich. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Urich, and be sure to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.